0: HER is an acronym for Heroic, Empowering, and Resilient. And this is a self-improvement, self-acceptance, and women empowerment podcast. My main purpose is to encourage, empower, and motivate all women by highlighting their personal stories of triumph over adversity. Each of us has a story. It may be an illness, a financial burden, a dead-end job. In general, unforeseen circumstances can make you feel isolated or alone. But when you feel like you've hit rock bottom, it doesn't mean that it is the end of your story. It's within the darkest nights we produce the brightest stars. There are women out there who have gone through the very same barriers you are facing today, but they didn't give up. In fact, they use their difficulties to mold them into strong and resilient women. And if they can break through their hardships, so can you because you are her heroic, empowering and resilient. Great morning, good people. It is Jay Jameson with Her Story Podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, Her Story, created in 2018, and the overall focus is to share and promote the stories of Black women, women of color, who are entrepreneurs, who are leaders, who are mothers, who are just amazing women in their own right, and sharing those stories of adversity that eventually turned into triumph. This particular episode is in partnership with the HBCU Experience, the HBCU, Royal University, Queen's, Second edition. And today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Miss Olivia Turner, who is a native Californian who pursued her dream of attending an HBCU. Miss Turner, without a campus visit, decided that Texas Southern University would be her home after graduating from Paris High School. Miss Turner graduated with a Bachelor's of Science in Mathematics and a minor in health studies. And during her tenure at TSU, she played an integral role in several impactful organizations conversations on campus. Olivia, welcome to Her Story Podcast. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you
1: for having me. I always feel like, whoa, that introduction. I realize how far I've come every time I hear it.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. So with that being said, just tell us a little bit about, you know, who you are. Um, In your own words, the listeners can connect. Yes, of course.
1: So um, I... I am a senior cyber engineer at Deloitte. Um, I am a mother of my beautiful son, Isaiah. And um, I enjoy reading. I enjoy traveling, spending time with my family whenever I get a chance. Um, And I really do like connecting people and networking. Um, I always try to not miss any opportunity to bring people together. Um, So uh, that's basically me in a little nutshell.
0: Love it. Love it. Yeah. Networking is always important. You know, I always try to focus on power building and just connecting the dots and intersectionality and many of the different things that we do, uh, as it relates to business or community or professionalism, all of those great things. So, uh, happy to hear that you are a connector and, you know, um, when we talk about just, you know, who you are as an adult, right? Growing into who you are as a mother mm-hmm. and as a, a woman. Um, You know, what were some lessons learned as an HBCU queen and how that really molded, molded you into the woman that you are today? And even if we take it a little further, like what lessons in college prepared you to pivot when faced with adversity?
1: Oh, that's a great question. So I know one of the things about uh, running for Miss TSU and winning the competition or pageant Um, We do a a boot camp, Um, and it is a lot of work. But if you put your all into it, um, you will see the results. Even if you um, didn't win the competition, you still walk away with something, um, which is, you know, how to carry yourself, um, you know, how to speak to others, how to communicate well, where the person can really receive what you're trying to say. Um, And I can actually pinpoint a couple things that have really helped me, um, in my HBCU experience. And one of them is that we are, we are, we all may be black, but we're all not alike. Um, and it requires a different level of communication to each person that you're trying to get your message through. Do you really want them to receive it in the manner you're trying to give it? Um, I, I know giving myself grace has also been a long-term thing that I've had to practice over the years um, because so many times I see my goal and I think if I put all this hard work in right now, it should come into fruition. But, you know, what's for you right now, you know, and what's for you in the future um, can look very different, um, especially if you don't give it enough time to build up and mold it into really what you want. It's not instantaneous all the time. And um, being this TSU taught me that um, people will look to you, people will turn to you, um, and uh, always want advice, and always want help, and asking, you're always so willing to give it, especially if it's already embedded in you prior to that. But you want to make sure that you're also taking care of yourself, Yes, and making sure that your bucket is full. And making sure that you're doing things that you like, things that bring you joy, things that make you feel good inside, um, because you can't give what you don't have.
0: Definitely. Yes, I love that. And that's a lesson that I've really learned this year, Um, honestly, because I experienced such, um, bad burnout, if that makes sense. Right. I, Mm -hmm. I kept going and going and going. I'm involved in a lot uh, in terms of my professional, my career. Um, external projects you know the podcast or different partnerships with different businesses and just all of these things being a friend being a daughter having multiple roles and all of this (laughs) in it you can definitely just experience burnout and so this was the year of me saying no of finding time to center myself of centering on mental health and therapy and all of those great things because like you said you know you cannot be the woman that you are, you can't pour into others. If you are, you're half full, you know, your, your cup is half full. So, you know, thank you for sharing that transparency, you know, and,
1: um, right. And you have to learn what works
0: for you, you know,
1: everything doesn't have to be so like, um, high powered and just like high level all the time. You know, you can offer help to someone. And it doesn't have to be beyond the horizon, right? right? Listen, you know, if you take some time to listen to what they're asking for, they actually probably aren't even asking for you to burn yourself out. And I don't think anybody that loves you, you know, wants you to burn yourself out. But you want to give so much and you want to help so much that you do end up burning yourself out. When sometimes people just need an ear, you know, they just need like a hug, right. a hand to hold, hand on the shoulder, And then you, you know, you've given them more than what your burnout would have given you.
0: definitely, right, right. So it, you know, growing, I think, you know, as adults, sometimes people feel as though you have all the answers, we're just continuously growing and molding and learning and just sharing with others, right? So, you know, when, when we think about, um, again, those shared experiences, how it's molded you, um, I'm sure it's connected To the legacy, you know, the legacy and the tradition that are definitely uh, connected to HBCUs, you know, we're really just enriched with a lot as it relates, you know, just from the, the, the fundamental principles and purpose of the establishment of an HBCU within itself, the legacy of the royal court, um, the the connectivity and uh, the family-oriented tradition that's associated with HBCUs, all of those things kind of shape us into who we mm-hmm. are. So, you know, so what does the legacy of the royal court and HBCU queen mean to you?
1: You know... I didn't realize how much it would mean to me in that moment, especially towards the end. Um, I just thought I did this amazing um, thing for a year and, you know, now I move on to the next chapter. Um, But then, of course, now I'm writing a book about my journey almost, you know, nine, ten years ago and I'm realizing um, more and more things about how it's impacted my life and just how important that moment really was to me. And um, the importance of uh, Miss TSU and her, the Royal Court, and we also have Mr. TSU as well, um, is that these are moments that you get to treasure forever. These are stories that you get to tell to others in hopes of maybe inspiration or motivation to attend an HBCU and not because um, they may want to be king or queen, but to show them that there are more levels and layers to what you see on the outside or what's reported about HBCUs. It's, It's literally something that you have to experience. I can give you the stories. I can try to, you know, light up your mind and your eyes about my experience, but my personal experience was great because I made the most of it and I would want to tell someone, the only way to get an experience is to go do it. Right. And so being there will set a tone for you. You feel it when you're on on arrival, like I'm with my people and I think that some, a couple people would tell me, you don't think that you're going to hinder yourself, you know, only being around black people or only, you know, knowing how to communicate with black people. And that's why I said, when you, you hear these things and when you get there, you're like, first of all, black people are not one on one layer. Right. right. We are not monolithic. Um, <laughs> you know, so everywhere. We are in everything. We are in every market. We are we are authors. We are scientists, engineers, teachers. We, there is so much more than just saying that you can only communicate to us one way, and you won't make it if you only communicate with your own people, because the HBCUs that I went to was very diverse. Right. <laughs> so we can mix the the myth that HBCUs are only for Black people because TSU was extremely diverse, um, and so when I got there. That experience from day one was the—it basically told me that I am where I'm supposed to be right now. This is where God wants me. And those next couple years shaped my entire outlook on life. And it even changed some of my views on a lot of things that were pushed to me when I was younger and throughout middle school and high school. It gave me a greater perspective on, you know— What really is an HBCU? And so I would hope that someone would want to hear my story or hear another Queen story, and it would inspire them to start their own journey at an HBCU
0: yes yes and you know and like you said there is no monolithic black person right I I discussed earlier uh in another conversation that there's diversity within our own people it can be uh that diversity within actual heritage and background you know what does it mean to be black in America right that can be someone of Caribbean descent they can distinguish a difference from Mm -hmm. someone from Houston from the from the north side versus uh you know the south side like there's so much diversity you know a girl from California
1: right from the west coast completely different
0: right like one of the things that was very interesting to me so I went to Southern University and it it was um one one uh young lady she was from Cali but she actually would rollerblade to class you know and so like me coming from like the the country the boondocks of the of the Poeville I'm like why is this girl on skates going to class but that was her thing right that was her thing she was from LA and that was something that she wanted to do but saying all that to say like there's just so much diversity within our own people and I feel like when (laughs) you um when you graduate you know or even if if folks maybe you may go to college you you may not even graduate but that experience within itself you can hold on to it (laughs) because those four years or five years however long you're in your undergrad experience that's your own utopia you know you have to face with the inequities and inequalities and the fight for justice and all these different things as you get older why not enjoy the diversity within your own people and sharing these lessons learned and building a network and building um, a tradition around this family-oriented experience and just having that um feeling of being at home right i always say that it's a feeling of being at yes. home i went to a predominantly white school from preschool through 12th grade so nobody could tell mm-hmm. me anything about, you know, or oh, you're not living in your own, you, you know, you're not having a, a diverse experience. My HBCU experience prepared me more for life than anything that I could have had imagined with the 15 years of education at a predominantly white Catholic school, you know? So, um, but saying all that mm-hmm. to say, I completely agree with you and we have to change the narrative. And so platforms such as her story, Um, platforms such as the HBCU experience movement is needed for those very reasons. And when when we talk about, you know, a a false narrative or mis- or disinformation associated with different things. You know, many folks, they have this false notion of what a queen is, like just being the face of the university. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, oh girl, she just wears her crown. She just walk around, you know, football games, waving, (laughs) you know, just being being cute. Got all these little nice suits and everything. So, you know, what were some of the projects that you initiated on the yard under your reign as Miss Texas Southern University?
1: Oh, well, so the thing is, of course, our boot camp, right? Um, We always prepare a platform. So, you know, whoever wins the competition, you have your platform ready to go. as soon as you're, you know, you're crowned. And so um, I got my degree in mathematics, and um, that was a subject that I always loved. And so my platform was uh, bridging the gap between minorities and mathematics, because so many times I've heard just personally, I hate math. I don't get it. You know, and um, even statistically, right, African-Americans are not um, leading the effort in mathematics. And so I decided to do my platform on bridging that gap. And um, I won the Verizon Ultimate Rank Competition, which allotted me a, a certain amount of award money. And what I did was I hosted a mathematics academic bowl for inner city high schools. And what we did was we invited them there um, and made it just a a Jeopardy game. And they got to send students uh, to attend and compete uh, for prizes for the um, academic bowl. And I love that so much because I think that when you see someone that looks like you succeeding in an effort that you would like to be successful in, I think it gives you um, inspiration to believe that you can do it as well. Um, I also gave out scholarships for uh, STEM-related majors um, at my university as well, um, just in hopes of offering that recognition uh, for those in the STEM or STEAM fields. And, you know, I am a little biased because I I love my degrees in mathematics and my platform was based on STEM, so that's why I kept it very STEM-related. Um, we did tutoring. Um, I've sat on a couple panels and performed and performed and think about the pageant and um, committed myself to a lot of community service efforts um, to offer free tutoring and uh, things of that nature to elementary kids. And so I think that my platform was so important to me during this CSU because this is that one moment where you are allotted resources to help the community because your platform is so large being Miss Texas Southern University that people are willing to give to you um, just off of me, right?
0: So, right, right.
1: Um, you know, off of Miss issue, not Olivia Turner, but off of being Miss Texas Southern University, um, this is the time where you say, let me dig in as hard as I can and do as much as I can. Um, before my reign is over. And then after my reign is over, um, I try to use myself as a resource for people. Um, if you call me, I will show up. If you need me to speak, I will be there to speak on whoever's behalf or about um, whatever subject you're you're asking, you're requesting. I've flown out to community service efforts because my friends are like, we need someone here. We would love you to be here. I literally had just become like a vessel after I became, after my mistakes, she reigned to help in whatever capacity I could help in
0: love it love it so you know i i guess it's it's safe to say that or it's fair to say that you know after your reign um the legacy it does not stop there the work does not stop there like you said you use the power and the name associated with being with miss texas southern university to allocate as much resources and create as much opportunity as you can and then after Um, your tenure as Miss TSU, you've still been connected. You've still been able to travel and provide resources and just do your thing as it relates to being a community and civic leader and avid leader. Um, (laughs) So, you know, is there anything else as it relates to like your current involvement with the university as an alumna?
1: You know, funny. I actually just attended coordination of um, this past Wednesday, and I had been there in a long time. Um, and I've moved so much. My career has moved me quite a bit, um, which is always—it's pretty cool. But I'm I'm glad to like be back in Houston, where I felt like home was. Um, a lot of my efforts um, are resourced to whoever really needs them. Um, for example. I went to Atlanta to do um, Mesby Junior, and we hosted a day for those students, and we did case studies, and oh my gosh, first off, those kids are amazing and very smart, because when I was in middle school, I don't think I was doing case studies or anything like that. Right. Um, But um, I am literally a phone call away. Um, I think that my focus uh, was in the larger community, as someone who interviews people and tries to help prepare them for uh, their career or what they're looking for. um, I think I try to keep it on a larger scale because um, now that I've stepped into a role where I'm like on the inside of what recruiting and interviewing looks like, I try to take those nuggets and pass them on to people who are looking to start off their career in consulting or technology or STEM. Um, So, in community efforts, I'm I'm trying to be the diversity inclusion, you know, higher person. That's that's my goal is to open as many doors that have been open for me.
0: Yes, love it, love it, and um, and um, again, it's very important to have a spirit where you're not only. Getting the knowledge, the experience and the resources, but being able to provide additional opportunities for other folks and sharing those lessons and providing them with opportunities as well. So, again, uh, very excited that, you know, you've chosen to still be involved in that way. I think that it's very uh, selfless. Um, and it's very giving and it's needed. And when you think about power and you think about networking, you think about leadership, those are the type of characteristics that you want to see within a woman, within a black woman who is in leadership and creating those opportunities. So thank you so much for that.
1: Oh, of course. And that that's the goal. That's always the goal. I, I worked with our career services center. Um, I think prior to the pandemic, or it might have been virtual. I actually, so much has happened over the last year. You know, you, you right. don't know when it started. <laughs> when it, and it's still going, um, but I think that it's just like once you get on the inside, right? It it is your it, to it's your duty, like it's your obligation to spread that knowledge. Um, it's not for you to lock up and hide away because I've gotten here and I don't want anyone else to get here. No, I hope to see more of you guys here. I hope to see more people of color in industry, um, and we and we are fighting for you know our way in there. And I'm like, listen, if I can ever be that person that is the yes or no, I want to be there. I want to be able to open that open that door for you and and get you in that opportunity, get your foot in the door Cause that's all most people are looking for, especially those who are graduating. Or especially those who've decided to go a different route because graduating, yes, it is an honor and it is, that is how you define completing your experience at an HBCU. But however you decide your experience is completed, that is, as long, that is on you, you know. So I don't ever want to down anyone who's attended an HBCU and didn't graduate or, you know, things came up and it didn't happen. However you've completed that experience is, is, that's for you. It doesn't matter what other people think or however anybody else did it.
0: Right, because everyone's experience is different. Everyone's journey is different. And I think it's just as long as you've had the opportunity to just experience some aspects of attending college or an HBCU. Like that's an accomplishment within itself. And don't let anyone, um, try to minimize that experience or, you know, like social media or anyone try to, to, again, try to demean, uh, anything that you've done. So it's all a part of the journey. Definitely. Absolutely Right. And so lastly, you know, promote yourself. Be like, what's next for Olivia? Do you have any upcoming projects or, you know, how can folks be in contact with you?
1: Well, you can be in contact with me on LinkedIn. Um, Olivia Turner, you'll see my face there. Um, My Instagram is Olivia with three underscores Turner. (laughs) Try to keep it simple. Facebook. Um, And what's next for me? you know, I'm really on a personal journey to complete certain experiences that I've always wanted, but wasn't sure why I couldn't just jump in. Um, I'm sometimes a perfectionist and a person who wants to know what can be known, but I will, you know, I've learned that I won't know what it's like until I personally do it. Um, So there's a couple of things that, you know, I'm just like working on in the back end of my life and um, hopefully those all work out by the end of the year. And then professionally, um, I'm just working on getting to the level where I can get my people in. Um, yes. I like what I do, cyber engineer. Um, but even on the um, more uh, managerial side, I want to get to the point where, you know, I am the yes or no person. I am able to take that resume, put it in the system. Let's see what we can do for you. And also just stepping more into my skill sets. Because I want to be, I want to speak somewhere, you know, about what I do. I want to be able to inspire, you know, a little black girl in the audience who's like not sure if, you know, liking math is cool or not. Um, I definitely want to just be um, the person that is opening doors and also like stepping into my own uh, journey and really owning it.
0: Love it, love it, love it! So there you have it, folks. You heard it first from Miss Olivia Turner, a best-selling author, bestseller. Let you know, let's (laughs) let's, uh, congratulate that. Um, You know that that's definitely amazing. And so I'm encouraging you to please go out and purchase the HBCU Royal University Queen Second Edition, which highlights 23 stories of HBCU Royal University Queen alumni. You can go to Amazon.com or you you can go to the HBCU experience movement.com today to purchase your copy and a portion of proceeds will go to leadership for Queens nonprofit. So again, the HBCU experience movement LLC is great because we're not just capturing stories. We're not just sharing stories. We're also creating a pool of like-minded individuals being able to come together and provide resources to either nonprofit organizations or the universities themselves so thank you so much for sharing your story Olivia well,
1: thank you for having me I mm-hmm. appreciate it
0: so much and yes
1: purchase the book and buy for your daughters for your son, for your uncles aunts everything just buy a couple
0: when you go into the amazon yes buy buy a couple and share and if you are inspired or yeah. motivated in any way from listening please tell a friend to tell a friend and listen on soundcloud apple Podcasts, google play and follow her story on instagram at her story underscore podcast on facebook her story podcast again this is jay jameson with her story and we're out